Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yo, what is going on? And welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. I'm Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com. Co-executive directors of Vibes are in the building. Bridget Flores, Julio Matarosa. What's going on, y'all? What is going on? We in here. <laughs> that was a very like robotic, like AI type. Like, I was that's trying AI to Bridget. remember if I was here the not last, last episode. No, you were not. Right. No, yeah. no, you're not. And yeah. that was the first week of February or second week of February? That was the second week of February. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's first February. First full week, but the second week of actual February. Yeah. 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 Something yeah. like that. Well, it's February, um, the month of love yeah. or whatever. So we actually replaced Bridget with an AI version of Bridget um, <laughs> after she missed last week. So that's why she's going to be a little bit wonky. We're, we're still testing yeah. out the, the, the glitches. Yeah, this is the beta off. version. So, um, it was a Le- it's a LeBron of uh, Space Jam. Like, Y'all yeah. didn't update me. <laughs> yeah. But we do have a very special guest in the building. Guest host. He's Woo-hoo! back again. Uh, MLS expert. Uh, team owner now. Like This is crazy. Eli Lester, welcome back to the show. It's so good to have you. Yeah, this is actually my favorite show to come on, especially because it's in person throughout COVID. It got really redundant to, you know, keep being on Zoom over Mm -hmm. and over again. So when you guys first invited me last year, I had the best time and it was super fun. So I'm so happy to be back and also bringing a little galaxy representation here today. Yeah, we got, we got, he got the corduroy memo though. He got the corduroy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Corduroy is always in and I, I, I've been, I've been effing with it a lot recently. Yeah. 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 So, um, last time we had you on, we had, you, you know, we're talking about you, you know, your, your journey in soccer and, and kind of where you've, where it's all taken you to this point today. But, um, I mean, as much as we'd love to, you know, go back and do that again, we already did it. So go check the, the, the last episode. I don't remember what number it was, but, um, go, go through the archives. Eli, you're here today where we got an MLS season. We're on the precipice where we're two weeks, two weeks away. Two yeah. yeah, two yeah, weeks away um, from the 2024 MLS season. So we're going to break down, you know, some uh, uh, the, the off season. We're going to talk about, you know, some of the favorites, which teams are, are the teams to watch out for, which are some dark horses, some teams to disappoint, um, and uh, then get into some hot takes and, and all that. But but first, I think uh, we could start off with, with talking about the, the off season. So, um We've been in off-season mode for for a few months now. We've been talking about, you know, just how um, I feel like there's off-season brain that I feel like all three of us have have kind of gotten into where it's like, you know, we start kind of worrying and blowing out of blowing things out of proportion a little bit where, you know, for a while we were talking about LAFC and how we were a little bit nervous. Well, we're really going to make a move. Um, but things kind of play out how they do. Uh, what what are your thoughts on on the off-season what 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 are teams that are making moves? What are teams that you'd like to see more of? And then obviously, you know, you're rocking the Galaxy gear, so we could talk about uh, some of the LA Galaxy stuff. Yeah. So first, I think two clubs that really stood out to me this offseason were the two C's, or there's multi, or there's more than two, but Chicago and Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Colorado, uh, we all know about the U.S. influx that they brought yeah. in. Uh, they're maintaining their tradition of bringing in the USMNT goalkeeper from Tim Howard, and now they got Zach Steffen. I think that's a big move for them, bringing in Georgie Mihaljevic. Sammy Vines. These are guys that, you know, were impact players in MLS, but aren't the the most expensive to bring in. So I think that was very well done. And I think, you know, bringing Sammy Vines back to the club was pretty cool. And, you know, do I think that makes them an instant contender? No, but, you know, they're they're definitely more intriguing than they have been 
um, over the last couple seasons. And then Chicago, I think they had a very underrated offseason. I got some of the moves here, but, you know, the big one today was Kellen Acosta, yeah. USMNT. And, you know, it was terrific for LAFC, a huge part of their, their run in 2022. And also just, you know, he, he's still got a lot in him. And they also brought in a guy named Hugo Kuypers from Ghent, who is a striker in his prime. Uh, from the Belgian league, and they dropped a record fee on him, and I, I expect big things from him. Uh, Shakiri needed a running mate as well, so I think you know bringing him in could be pretty good. And then they had underrated moves like Andrew Gutman, who is a, a, a starter, and then a team that I think is one piece away from having like a terrific off season is actually the Portland Timbers. You know, so far they brought in Kamal Miller and Maxime Crapeau, yeah. really shored up their defense a lot. I just think they need one more, like, designated player attacker, and then they'll have, like, a terrific offseason and Portland is back and whatever. Um, but they're, they're a team I'd look out for maybe to make a move either before the end of the deadline or this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for odds, stats, trends, and lines from all your favorite sports. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime from your desktop or mobile devices. So head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. You mentioned Chicago, and I think sometimes it's hard, it, it's easy to forget that Jordan Shakiri is playing in MLS yeah. because, I mean, obviously there's, there's some, some injuries and, and, and things like that. And uh, Chicago doesn't necessarily get the, um, the spotlight that maybe it once did. Um, for various reasons, but I think, you know, the move with, with Kellen, even, you know, their, uh, their, their social media team was getting active in the, uh, offseason. We talked about the footy headlines. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something that we haven't really seen before. Mm -hmm. And we, we mentioned this a couple weeks ago about how like brands becoming like cognizant on social media can be tiresome, but that was, you know, kind of a fun move. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's good to see now teams starting to spend, spend a little bit more money, make some moves and, um, I, I like, I want, like the league is better when Chicago's is, is good. You know, I, I feel like they're, they're one of, you know, a historic team that, you know, uh, and it sucks to have seen them be in the dumps for the last few seasons. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to them. I think that's, that's, that's a good point that you, you outlined there. Yeah. And just like going back to the Chicago and like I said it before in a previous podcast, Kellen was the most played player, 21, 22 with club internationally minutes. So he was bound to get hurt. So he had an off, up and down season for LAFC, but now he's well-rested. And I said it before, a well-rested Kellen is a scary Kellen. So I think he's going to do big things for Chicago. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think, I think Kellen is, like, one of he, – like, he's not the flashiest player, right? And, but he does all the dirty things. He does all the, the things that you want to see out of your, your – a midfielder of that stature. So adding, adding a piece like him I think is, is – um, is, gonna gonna pay dividends for 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 a team like that but um how about how about some underrated un, underrated pickups and and some teams or actually you know what before we get into that what about the galaxy because obviously the yeah. galaxy made some moves too uh will Kuntz, like uh we we mentioned him multiple times on the show just love that guy yeah 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 um but i love him too by yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so i think we and we always say this too but i feel like we're always a little bit optimistic about the galaxy because what the roster is and you know the, like towards the end of uh what was it 2022 that like final push they looked like the hottest team in the league didn't really get off to the best start last year and things never really took off for them but I feel like the momentum is is rolling and and now with with some of these pieces that they're bringing up what what are your thoughts on on, on the team I mean yeah this is the most excited I've been heading into a season for a very long time and maybe I'm just clouded by what happened last year heading into the season 
um, with all the, the drama, but, you know, it seems like the team has a direction and how they want to go about their signings now, and the direction is much better than their previous, you know, ideology of just signing these big guys that will fill in seats for sure or sell jerseys, but not necessarily provide a winning team. And I, the guys that they're bringing in, Gabriel Peck and Joseph Ponsville, or he's, you know, almost signed. Uh, those are high-impact guys. We're talking about one guy who is killing it for the Brazilian U23s and could be on the Olympics roster this year. And then we're talking about a guy who dominated the Belgian League with 31 goal contributions last year, and he's 26. We're not getting guys that are 32, 33. We're bringing in, you know, a 20-year-old and a, and a 26-year-old. So it is a lot more or I have a lot more hopes for the team this yeah. season uh, and and you know we're just hoping that you know you mentioned that the league is better when Chicago is a good team I, I'd say the same thing about the Galaxy yeah. for sure and I think the league is at its best when you know the two LA teams can be the best teams because we haven't quite seen that yet where the the two LA teams are the absolute best teams in the league right We've seen, I mean, I think the Galaxy are a top five team in the league when they play LAFC, though. I feel like yeah. if they could play, like, yeah. at that they level. They with everything. Yeah, you know, <laughs> consistently, that intensity, I, I feel like they always step their game up when it comes to the, yeah. the, the traffic go matches. Um, but yeah, but I believe they have two center backs are coming back from injuries, but they could be scary if they come back to a big forum. Casares and Neil, which mm-hmm. I can't get tired of just saying, like, saw that guy play last year. I'm like, this guy's a stud. He could be, like, the future for U.S. soccer. and. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, at that, that injury, but they do have two center backs that if they come back, they can make a high impact in that back line. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the 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 tough thing about the Galaxy last year is like no one should be playing their sixth center back, and that was a regular player for the Galaxy, yeah. Tony Alfaro. Like you don't want to go that deep down the depth chart uh, consistently. And when Eric Zavaleta is you know playing high starter minutes, you know you're in trouble. No offense to him, but. <laughs> A hat trick king, um, but yeah, good in the last game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just say Salvadorian international. <laughs> yeah. well, it's it's great because I love the I love the Salvadoran pride that you know a lot of he brings to a lot of the mm-hmm. Galaxy fans. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it sometimes you get a little clouded by that pride when you're like, he's actually really not good. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> like I'm no. sorry, guys. Yeah, I think yeah, they got hit that. with that like the curse of the injuries and all of that mm-hmm. for the Galaxy. But I think also losing Chicharito. Mm-hmm. kind of gives the team and the organization an opportunity to realize like okay there's something that you have to replace with that with mm-hmm. losing Chicharito. Chicharito was a big name for the community for the team as a player himself so I think it's an opportunity for them to kind of like fill in that gap with the intensity the team dynamic and the strength that could make them the a strong team. And they still got Puig. This is the best the two guys that we brought in to play wingers, I think, are the best fit for for him specifically. And you know, getting more creative forces in there, and it's not going to be over relying on Ricky. Um, right. So that's what I'm excited mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on? Because I don't I don't even think we we talked about the the whole Chicharito, um, you know, departure. But what are your thoughts on his the overall era with with the Galaxy? Because obviously there was a lot of highs. Like he had you know really really good season a couple years ago. Right. But then you know just couldn't really stay on the field consistently. But 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 we'll, overall when you when you take a look back at how he'll be remembered as a Galaxy player, like what what are your thoughts? So unlike Douglas Costa. I love Chicharito, yeah. and I'm going to miss Chicharito. Just, you know what, he, it, 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 yes, he 
there were portions of his time in the galaxy where he was either bad or injured. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you could always tell how much it meant to him to to be at the club and try to, you know, get back into fitness or get back into strength and get back into form for the team. And he won a lot of galaxy fans over, not because of his national identity, which did help, but, you know, just the fact that, like, you could tell that he really w- wanted to be there and he showed face for the club um, in the darkest of times that the club has gone through. And I think that was really, really... Uh, amazing and you know I'm very happy that he got this move to Chivas and I love that his presentation at Chivas was much better than Messi's at Miami like that was super cool to watch Um, and you know he deserves that kind of treatment especially for what he meant for you know El Tree for an entire generation Um, so I I I look back at his time at the Galaxy fondly but maybe it maybe in like 10 years will be a little rose-colored because I'll think of him as this great guy for us, even though the teams around him and the, the team during that time was not great. But I feel he never got the proper help. Um, yeah. Chicharito was never a one-on-one player from his time in Europe. Yeah, I saw him when he played Real Madrid, Manchester United. As long as he got wingers giving him the ball, mm-hmm. he will create goals. And with Galaxy, he never had a constant player that sent those, those, those balls in the middle, I believe, two seasons ago or beginning of this season, when he came out on fire and then the balls were coming inside. Yeah. Yeah. It, Chicharito cannot create a goal, and that's – never been his game he's never gonna go one-on-one one-on-two that's just not his game but the minute you feed him the ball um you're gonna you're gonna get a top scorer and that's what he is i think it was it was sad to see him go um but me on on the other side of things like Mm -hmm. i'm really excited to see him in chivas and the presentation and just like the welcoming for him in Mm -hmm. chivas i thought to me that kind of like it felt like he was leaving a galaxy, but he was also like opening up another chapter in his life that is gonna be possibly like a successful like end to his career. And like Julio's saying, I think him at Chivas is gonna show what he could have been in Galaxy had he had that like other piece to the puzzle with Cowell Kate, feeding Kate balls. Cowell feeding yeah. balls. Oh, That's dude, Chivas crazy. is gonna be yeah, scary. So Honestly, I'm really excited for Liga Mekis to start. I think a little bit more than MLS. Yeah, honestly. There's, or not. Well, to see, like, the full season with, yeah. like, Kate Cowell, Brandon right, Vasquez, right, yeah, yeah. you know, all the signs that they've gotten from MLS. I think mm. I think a lot of – there's been a lot of, like, talk about MLS players going to Liga MX in a negative way, and I think that this season we might see that kind of, like, you know, counterattack all of that talk and kind of show, like, what they can do out there and, like, how they can build themselves as players. And Chivas social media has been – Hilarious, Yo. just like everybody speaking English in CDMX now. Like, Yo, and I know. No, like, Mexican yeah. speaking English. And then English. also, yeah, man, I've seen so many TikToks of like Chivas fans like starting to speak English or like, they're Hello, like, how are you? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, right. we're going to go to Cowell. <laughs> so that, I, I've been great. I've been loving And that. also Kid Cowell, like, embracing his Mexican nationality side. Like, I don't know if you guys saw, but they they gifted him like a Tejana. And that was like him saying like what he said. I'm not going to repeat it, but him saying what he said (laughs) is just like, I just love that he's embracing it and they're like really welcoming him into the space. And honestly, it's a side of his life that he gets to experience that he didn't have out here and I think that that's beautiful and I think with Kate it's also just experiencing it for the first time because mm-hmm. you, you you look at Kate or you hear him speak and you don't like sense that he has that type of heritage mm-hmm. and now he gets to finally like embrace it and show it and I think that's a cool thing for him right. he's yeah. going to college abroad and <laughs> he's going right. with Chicharito who yeah. had just also yeah. come from MLS so they're both going to be able to like feed off each other you know, like bounce off of each other and kind of be there for each other with yeah. that experience. 
Yeah, and and b both didn't have the greatest um, right. uh, setup in MLS too. Like mm -hmm. the earthquakes, I think started off the year really strong. Mm -hmm. um, we had uh, Jeremy Obobisi um, a few episodes ago just talking about like how things kind of you know as the season progressed, you know it didn't really uh, manifest Come the on. way that the, they thought they did when when the season started. But um, yeah, so I, that's something, and I think the the whole Liga Mekis MLS rivalry with a lot of these players going back and forth because we've seen you know MLS uh, or uh, Liga Mekis players come to a MLS, mm -hmm. and now we're starting to see it kind of shifting the other way now. Mm -hmm. And so um, the whole thing with the, the Leagues Cup ramping up, the mm -hmm. the, the new look Champions Cup, mm -hmm. um, there's going to be more kind of opportunities now to to get that uh, inter interleague uh, play. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward to that this year too. And I love the Leagues Cup, by the way. I know that's a hot take these days, but I, I really enjoyed the Leagues Cup last year, and I'm excited to see, you know, like a year two um, of that. But Yeah, and I, I think last year they it really benefited from Messi coming mm -hmm. um, and because that was obviously his debut and he like yeah. it almost seemed scripted like right. being yeah, goal, yeah yeah like come on man like it would it, like if, if you were watching it like if, if you were told that that was gonna happen at the beginning of the season like you know what I mean like just like get the, get the hell out of here yeah. you know but so I'm ex I'm I'm I don't want to say excited but I'm very intrigued on how the the second year of the league's cup will roll out because I don't know if there's going to be any backlash to MLS pulling out of the Open Cup, which, um, or at, at least claiming to pull out from the Open Cup, um, because I think a lot of people see that as a, a move to kind of emphasize the League's Cup, their own competition, mm -hmm. whether as, because a lot of people were kind of, when, when the League's Cup was first announced, they're like, okay, where does this fit into the hierarchy of competitions? So you have the MLS season, you have Champions Champions League then, now Champions Cup. You have the Open Cup and now League Cup. So where, where, how are teams going to prioritize where to, when to play their players and what which which cups to go for? And it seems like MLS obviously is wants that to be the, the League's Cup. So I don't know if fans are going to respond in a way that's maybe uh, anti-League's Cup. or I, don't, I, I really don't know what the uh, – but I'm, I'm very intrigued on how – the storylines will play out, how the rivalries will play out, because I think it's a very interesting idea, and I think it has a lot of potential. Oh, definitely, and I could talk about the the Open Cup thing for hours, but I just think, you know, my, my quick take on that is just just play the second teams without saying that you, you're going to play the right. second teams. It was team. a bold move. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 like, I LAFC did it last year. Right. Just, like, definitely. play Most the MLS X Pro yeah. players yeah. Just, with, just without – Saying, saying you're it. doing it mm -hmm. yeah. and they you did know? it and they got lucky enough to beat Wanderay and then and it was like oh look at this run right they they, they you could tell they don't want to play that that cup anymore yeah. Yeah. they were like we have three other cups that we have to play for we had a deep roster but we have a deep roster of four tournaments right mm -hmm. and they, they and showed especially it. back to back to back yeah. like that because right. i think the what was it the champions league uh final was like around the around corner was it the time. final or the semis yeah, yeah. Semi and then final yeah yeah, so, yeah and nathan we had nathan on the podcast he was like yeah like we saw the comments, like everybody didn't think we were gonna do anything, and then like they were surprised that we actually won. Mm -hmm. I think everybody was surprised they actually yeah. won. So mm -hmm. seeing them go against the Galaxy and put up a good fight against the Galaxy, like it it, it was like all right, but of course you're not gonna beat the Galaxy. With the, the Galaxy had a, almost a complete roster in the LAC. <laughs> We played our first yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was our starting eleven. Yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. I didn't want to say it. No, but, uh, <laughs> they definitely like they just they played with heart, but mm -hmm. there was no way that that that. Sweetheart's story should have been longer than what it did. Yeah, yeah, and so, so I, I just it was a very perplexing move for MLS to come out and just say straight it. up say because 
what what were they expecting the response they to be? Just because wanted US to soccer, I mean US soccer is not gonna just be like, Yeah, okay, fine, you know, you guys do your thing, don't worry about it, like, you know, call us in in next summer, you know, whatever. Like I, I it was very uh, questionable a questionable move from from the league that um, I'm not entirely sure what the strategy was behind that. They just don't want to. They just don't want Messi to play in a cup that's not right. ran by MLS. Huh? Yeah, yeah, if he's not playing Apple TV, he is not playing at exactly. all. Exactly. Well, but like, why go out and overtly say that instead of just kind of playing? Just don't say what hand you have. Just play the hand. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, I just think MLS is salty that Messi lost to the real goat, Griffin Dorsey. In the, <laughs> in the, okay. In the, you know, I want to open cup final. You know that they're salty about that, and you know they they didn't want you know Griffin Dorsey's coming out as a goat party was it happened before they were ready for it. So I want to talk about this because uh, you recently made this announcement that the community goat um, uh, it was chosen is, by the people. Y- yeah. yeah, it was it was with, it was with the help be, and yeah. they couldn't really come to a decision because of all these great players that that yeah. you brought up. Um, um, so I want the whole story because Breck Shea was the reigning community goat and, uh, you know, obviously has his own like style and and flavor of his game that I think a lot of people gravitated towards. Um, Maybe some people thought that he would raise to higher lengths, but I think his career in a vacuum, if you just take a look at it, pretty successful. Um, and he provided some really awesome moments throughout, throughout that career. First USA wonder kid. Yeah, Yeah. right, right. And then, um, so talk about your infatuation with Breck and how that came to be, and then now this shift to Griffin Dorsey as as the new goat. I mean, Breck Shea. What 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 can I not say about him? <laughs> I mean, this 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 is a a a a peak specimen of a human being. Mullet. He's mullet gang. He's got the hair. He's got the flair. He's got the attitude. You know, he you see these uh, these training camp videos of him stomping on snakes that are trying to get onto the pitch. Like this is a this is a legend right here. He scored some golazos, and you know, I I really fell in love with him when he he came back to MLS mm-hmm. and he was on Orlando City. Mm-hmm. He he didn't score often, but when he did, it was just like an absolute screamer. And you know he has a, a legendary name. I mean his his real name is Dane Breckenshay. Like. That is insane. Um, and around 2021, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this guy the goat. Back then, I was making kind of more satire videos. And I was like, I'm going to lift this guy on a pedestal higher than anyone in this world because he is the true goat. And, um, you know, I made a, a, a very cringy rap song about Breck Shea, which won't be released ever. Um, but I, I've released, you know, just the chorus of it. And there's videos of me dancing in my college dorm room um, with that as a, as a COVID music video. But it, it, he, he was just that guy. And when he retired, uh, you know, I was very sad, of course. And I, I just felt a little lost. And what the, during this past season you know something just felt missing especially with the galaxy being so trash like mm. i didn't have anyone to look to to to, to make me feel You're happy just losing left and right yeah about the league you know breck shea retired galaxy are awful so i just felt like i was missing something and you know the the the, the real tea is i was kind of like feeling griffin dorsey as the next goat for a very long mm-hmm. time i just mm-hmm. i didn't know how to come out with it right and what happened is i got very lucky that he was when i put out who should our next community goat be because i wanted it to be the community's pick right um i was very lucky that a lot of people suggested griffin so i was like okay like this 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 is happening mm-hmm. there were a lot of there were a couple other guys but i felt like griffin embodied exactly what breck shea embodied to me very chippy 
He's a guy that coming into last year had zero expectations for him. And he was probably on his last lap as an MLS player. Like if he did not work out in Houston last year, he was going to be out of MLS this year. But he was scrappy as heck. And he got the job done for Houston, became a key player and scored in the Open Cup final against Messi. And, which I think is, you know, where Messi gave his crown of being the GOAT to, to Griffin Dorsey, obviously. <laughs> but um, so that's, I was just like, this is the guy. He's got the hair, yeah. different he's got color the hair. Too. Yeah. He's got the hair. He's got the, the stature. <laughs> and this story isn't true. However, uh, there was a rumor, a fake rumor that I want to make true as like a myth that, you know, after he knocked out RSL in the playoffs this past year, he went into the locker room and said, you know, have fun watching us in the next round or something like that. There was a some some troll account put that out there, uh, but I was like, we're going to make this, you know, part of the, you know, the prophecy of Gryffindor. But I think we're missing something really important as well. He gave James Harden his first championship. That's right. He did give That's James right. Harden his first championship. And only, probably. Yeah. 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 Unless Houston wins again. Yeah, well. The Dynamo, I should say. Yeah. Even though I'm a Clipper fan, I, I hate James Harden. So I, 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 I'm not too proud of that part. Um, but when it came down to the vote and when it, it really came down to who my pick was, because all the voting category people that I let vote were so split, mm-hmm. I was like, it's time. And Griffin Dorsey is our go. And sh- first of all, we made a, a, a shirt of Griffin Dorsey on yeah. Bootleg MLS. And he actually texted me, Griffin, which is something Breck Shea never did. I'm just never <laughs> able to get. Breck Shea would did ignore you ever me. Meet him? No, he would never, like, Are he would never him? open we any of my pod. DMs. Uh, or we'll send the email. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he will, he would, yeah. Breck Shea would never acknowledge my existence wow. or anything. But Griffin had been following me for a while, which is, I'm very lucky that he was. Um, and he DM me saying he got his family, his entire family, the, the, Breck, or the, the awesome. Griffin Dorsey shirt. Wow. So, so, so. Uh, Griffin, the goat of the people. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, is the, the people's, people's goat. champ. The yeah. people's goat. Yeah. And I, goat. you know, I think he's someone that all the listeners out there just like keep an eye on, you know? Houston Dino, sure, they have, you know, Hector Herrera and mm-hmm. Carasquilla, but it's really about the boy Griffin Dorsey. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> um, okay, so I want to get back into the the MLS uh, yeah, sorry preview the inside of things, oh, but but um, I know Eli the the videos that you make a lot of them you're you're you saw hot take um, like merchant like you love a hot take and and that's why we love you because the the some of them are I mean all, a lot of it is is has to be rooted in truth and you obviously yeah. are incredibly good at taking it up like two extra maybe turning the dial a little past where a lot of people would go so um, I, I try was, to push the right buttons without being like ins- completely insensitive right because, exactly yeah. exactly yeah. and so I think that's what you've done extremely well and that's why a lot of people kind of resonate with you and I think that's why um, you know the, the, the growth that you've had is is what it is so I was excited to, to have to bring you on uh, and we were all like this is why we wanted to have you on for our MLS preview episode um to have you know good old hot take uh, so take so we can we can all um uh, i know i know I, at least i think we all pre- uh, prepared our own uh, i can't I, I i can't speak for bridger julio but i trust <laughs> them i trust them to have done so um but we can go around and share our hot takes for the season um as, as we look ahead to 2024 eli i think, oh, I think it, would, it would only be right if, if if you let us off all right just want to make sure i read it correctly yeah. <laughs> all right and, you know, every year there is a new champion in MLS, right? But I want to take that to a whole new level. We're in 2024. 
the MLS champion will be a, a new champion in the champion ring, someone that has never won MLS Cup before. I don't know who that's going to be yet. I have a couple of teams in mind, but I, I think there will be a new MLS champion crown this year that has never won it before. Maybe they've won a supporter shield. Maybe they haven't, but they've not won MLS Cup. Yeah, and, and parody is, I think, the, the league prides itself on that, and it, it's kind of constructed itself to have that kind of parody that you don't really see in, in other soccer leagues where it's, you know, three or four teams that run everything. Mm -hmm. But I, that, 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 that's a good take right there. Yeah. yeah. I think going into that, or did you? No, no, no. Go go. I was just going to say um, my LOLJK one was obviously. <laughs> Acronyms. <laughs> the first LOLJK was just like, uh, we see Galaxy and LAFC in the in the like going into the finals and having like an LA battle in the MLS Cup finals. Um, so, oh, but I have to think be the conference, conference finals. Sorry, sorry, conference yeah. finals. Conference finals, and then Galaxy takes on the Western title, and then Ooh. they take in. I mean, I like this hot take better than yeah. mine. I know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's where it comes from. It's like, okay, I'll just keep it with this one because this is what I was thinking. I think that we've had LAFC in the in the in the league for a while like they're kind of getting to the point where it's like we're moving away from like brand new and we mm -hmm. have a few other expansion teams um and we saw them win the 2022 uh championship we saw what happened in 2023 they're almost there i think this this season going to 2024 galaxy we're seeing them revamp renew themselves they have great players at the moment they're signing great players so this is the time for them to kind of like gain back their title in la and for LAFC, it's their their opportunity to kind of like shut that down. Mm. So I feel like the field is open for the LA side to kind of decide what they're gonna do and who's gonna be the team of but LA. But you think it's gonna be Galaxy? No, I'm saying like it could possibly be that oh, they get gotcha. into a Western Conference final, and then it could be Galaxy that takes it. I mean, but you gotta say it with your you gotta say your hot take with your chest, Bridge. Like, no, come on, come my on. hot take is that Inter Miami takes it the whole thing. That would be the new team that mm -hmm. you're speaking off. Okay. Of. My other hot take was going to be that Inter-Miami won't even make the playoffs. That, that was, that, that yeah. was my hot take. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was going to say injuries is not going to let yeah. it happen. As much soccer as they played, they are not going to make it far. There's going to be a lot of injuries here and there. Plus, mm. they're like 34 and up uh, club. What's up? Hey, um, I mean, uh, we out here. Back still playing, hurt, but we still out here. No, the way man. they were playing their study uh, league games. Was, yeah, they're yeah, in the, oh, my God, The way Inter and MLS is pimping that team, like, it's crazy. Like they play yeah. everything. I want to. I want to get into this um, a, a little bit ahead, but okay. so we could save. We could save this because I think that's something that um, a lot of people are concerned about, um, especially on, on the Miami side of mm -hmm. things, because mm -hmm. they're really milking that preseason tour. Oh. They, they they had one of the one of their younger players. I forgot his name. Their Argentina kid that first preseason in El Salvador, yeah. and I hate it had to be in El Salvador. Tori was it was it ACL? Yeah, yeah. He's done, and he was supposed to be like you know that guy that they mm -hmm. they get to sell to Europe for like yeah. twenty million. Mm -hmm. Twenty million. Like he was a, a good signing. All this potential. European teams wanted him, but he wanted to increase his value in MLS, and then he goes to El Salvador. Damn, El Salvador. Let's get our fields together. Um, and what was it like? Ten minutes in, like that's wild. Tear man. something. And but, then Ben Kramaski as well is out for like four months now. It's it's awful. And, um, get Romeo in. Yeah. My other hot take is Martinez will be uh, the new uh, best incumbent for MLS. The David Martinez? David Martinez for LAFC. Okay. Uh, I have not heard yeah, anything yeah. bad from him yet. Hey, and then I saw two I saw, I saw two games in the under 22 like qualifiers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's only 18. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What were we doing in 18? I've heard people say that he's like the best Venezuelan prospect they've ever mm -hmm. seen. 
Um, so that's, you know, pretty Saying pretty damn lot. good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. best newcomer to MLS right there. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that's a good good take. All right, so my, my hot take. I was I was mulling through a couple, and honestly, like, I was hoping that you guys wouldn't step on mine. But Step I'm, on your toes I'm every glad. single time. You know I know. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm glad. <laughs> but mine is that uh, MLS will not only break uh, their average attendance record that they broke last year, but they're going to break into the top t- five um, across the league or across the world. Okay. Uh, top five attendance, average attendance. Um, because number one, uh, obviously, you know, it's going to be Messi's first full season um, as an MLS mm-hmm. player. And I'm banking on the fact that he stays healthy uh, throughout the year. 34, 34 games is not plus <laughs> the League's Cup plus, Six, you know, yeah, yeah. Is it, uh, is it 34 or 30? Uh, Wait, no, he, he was at 37. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about games. Oh. games oh, the yeah. amount of games season. that they play in the regular season, mm-hmm. plus all the cups, plus the playoffs, all this and that. So he's got to stay healthy for this to happen. Um, Very healthy. And I think last year they, they broke the record at like 22,100-something. Um, Leon right now is the, in, in France is the fifth, fifth highest uh, league attendance at 25. I it might. It might get a break. At, at 25,000. Um, so it's not, I mean, it's going to take a big jump, but it's possible. And a lot of these teams are opening up their stadiums. Um, uh, they're, they're playing the messy games in, like, I think Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City is hosting a game. Um, you know, there's going to be another game of the Rose Bowl. So there's going to be a lot more chances for these, you know, big 50,000 plus crowds that, you know, I mean, obviously Atlanta and, and Charlotte have been doing for a while, but from. Uh, from other places, so I think we can break through that that top five for 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 this season. And um, at the end of twenty twenty four, you'll uh, we're we're gonna be up there. You know what? I can't wait for that uh, dignity, Miami, like Miami uh, going to dignity. Just because I remember when they went to BMO, LAFC, LAFC, every little corner that could be a seat, they even put them little uh, like uh, disposable chairs, yeah, right? Like, yeah. Um, and every little corner to sell to sell tickets, they had tape around in the little corner, and yeah. dignity is. Way bigger they than got the grass. They got the grass. They got to have the charger seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the seat. It was crazy. So I'm like, I just can't wait for that because I know uh, Dignity has more space where they can work with. So it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I actually want to add to my hot take because I don't think I was spicy enough. Okay. For, for, I, don't, I don't think I delivered. That's what we brought you for, man. Yeah, I don't think I delivered bit. what you guys <laughs> got me here to do. So I, I'm standing by my there will be a new MLS champion crowned. Okay. But, you know, there's been all this hype about Messi, Inter-Miami, mm-hmm. and all this stuff going on with them when I think the MLS champion this year will be Orlando City, Ooh. the Ooh. other Florida team. Oh. And they're gonna, they were, they were cold last year. They're going to wipe yeah. it off yeah. of Inter-Miami, all the hype away from them. <laughs> they're going to reclaim Florida if yeah. they ever had it. I mean, yeah, they had it. But, Open, you know, U.S. Open Cup champs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah U.S. Open Cup know? champs. Oh, yeah, beat Sac Republic, massive club. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, 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 you know, I actually feel really good about Orlando. They're one of, like, the three teams that I thought of when I thought of, like, yeah. a okay. new champion. Mm-hmm. And bringing in a guy like Muriel from Atalanta mm-hmm. uh, that's that's mm-hmm. a very underrated signing here that I think could be People, massive yeah. for them right. and you know a few months of Duncan McGuire before he leaves again mm-hmm. or tries to leave right I, yeah I yeah, think Orlando City I think this could be their year they're a very well run organization I think they're also the most underrated atmosphere that I've seen in MLS 
I am going to say it now. And I'm going to stick by it for the whole year because that's what I do, even though I had LAFC versus Toronto in, as my MLS Oof. Cup pick last <laughs> that year. That was rough. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm picking Orlando this year. Yeah, I, I think mean, they were really good last year. And, um, they were up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think well, they were second in the East. Or second third? in the yeah, East. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, a lot yeah. of people thought, you know, it might have been a fluke, but they they did uh, you know re-sign Facundo Torres. Yeah, he's, for he's a, a baller. Big, he's a baller. You know, a deep con- or a, a lengthy contract, and people thought they were going to sell him this mm-hmm. offseason. So the fact that he's there, they bring in experience in Nico Ladero as well. Yeah. Although he won't be yeah. a starter per se for them, you know, having a guy like that off the bench who's won multiple MLS Cups, I think this could be Orlando's year, and they are going to take all the hype away from Inter Miami. Yeah. I believe Cincinnati might might be that Cincinnati team that hey. yeah with that with that American backline uh defender signed, of the year up there yeah, yeah and I, and they, I think they're gonna be a scary team they if we're gonna pick hot takes I think that's gonna be my championship team to be honest with team. American defenders which which other team is doing that yeah. two uh, national team defenders as well yeah they just signed someone today from was it uh, Brazil or I forget I forget South America they, uh, I missed that one yeah I, yeah yeah I did have down a, an underrated pickup from them okay. which was Corey Baird a free agent from uh, from Houston who had an incredible year last year and I actually looked at his stats compared to Brandon Vasquez and in thir- and he had eight goals and six assists last year for Houston Vasquez had eight goals and four assists and Corey Bear did it in 39 fewer minutes. Mm. Um, so he played fewer minutes. He way cheaper of a player to, to have on your roster than Brandon Vasquez. I think that's like a crazy pickup yeah. for them, especially because like I mentioned with Griffin Dorsey, Baird was in a similar situation to Dorsey where he needed it to work out in Houston. It did. And now he might win MLS Cup this year right. with Cincinnati because I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them to, to win MLS Cup. Like yeah. I think yeah. they could do it. They have Defender of the Year and then they have uh, Robinson coming back. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be a scary back line, especially yeah. the American back line. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so, so now I think we can get into the to the uh, inner Miami of it all because um, <clears throat> this has just kind of been kind of a, a looming story all season long, or all off season long, and um, you know bringing in Luis Suarez, um, which I think a lot of people had. Uh, we, we mentioned it before we recorded. Like a lot, it felt like he's been there for <laughs> a, a, already. Um, so we haven't really talked about it on the pod about this whole messy PR um, you know uh, you guys have seen like Mike have you guys seen like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah classic mm-hmm. low bow wow um, uh, yeah, yeah Jesse Plemons a young Jesse Plemons in there but okay so there's a whole scene with when he's talking to Eugene Levy um, about you know getting to play and like you know all this and that and then uh, Eugene Levy who's the GM I think or something he, he has a bro you're here to get people like here like to, to get people to come to the game you're not here to play like you know what I mean like so is this what we're seeing with 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 Messi? Like, is is he here? Obviously, they're gonna milk. They have to. They, I mean, that would be dumb not to. I do capitalize like, yeah. and milk the the Messi thing on the team. Like, but but how much of a like a factor is he going to be on the field this season, or is he just there? You know, because he's got a lengthy like a length to his contract. It's not like he's there for his last year. Is he going to be a, a real factor this year, or is he just a, a, a PR piece to to kind of boost? the MLS's profile as, as, as a whole. So I guess my hot take for this one, because I, I, I read it in the doc that you sent me as like a real contributor or PR player. Yeah. So my hot take is, you know, Messi is both in a way, like, but I think that he is actually, you know, when he's played for Miami, he's been lights out. Right. And it's just, you know, been keeping him healthy, keeping him in matches and keeping him fit. Um, so what I'm going to say is he's a real contributor, but Inter-Miami is a PR team. Yeah. 
I think the whole operation as a whole is a PR stunt. But I think Messi himself, you know, he still is, you know, the second best player of all time behind Griffin Dorsey. And I, he, he is, you know, he is Messi. He's that great. Um, and, you know, we, we saw it in the League's Cup that when he is there, he provides so much for mm-hmm. Inter Miami and the, mm-hmm. the, the league as a whole. It's just, you know, keeping him healthy, keeping him fit. Um, which I think will be a big problem for Miami. But I think when he does play, he will be a real contributor. But I think this whole Miami situation as a whole is, you know, um, it is a PR stunt. And it brings a question, though. And this is a a big question. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this um, because I have a hot take about it as well. It's, you know, a lot of MLS, like hardcore MLS fans are like, well, isn't Messi struggling in MLS a good thing for the league? And I actually might beg to differ where I think he, it makes the league look bad as a whole if Messi is so bad in a way. It goes back to that, sorry, it goes no, back go to that uh, Beckham, Etan Buttle passes. <laughs> like, like, it, like, it's not the same giving Beckham giving a pass to El Phenomeno R19 and giving, no, sorry, Etan Buttle, I know I said this before, don't mean no harm, but it's like difference of level. Like, mm-hmm. of course, like, he has to give a, a good ball, he has to bring it down, and then R9 can do the rest. But, um, I mean, just to pass the, the forward, just got to bring it down and do the rest. Um, with Messi, like, it's not the same giving the ball to high-quality players um, than getting the ball back bouncy. Like, that Cruz Azul game, you saw him. He would try to do one-two. Um, the only crispy one-twos he was getting back was from Busquets. The, re- the rest of the balls, he would give that one-two and the ball would be bouncing or the ball wouldn't be playing his feet. Like, I think Messi just doesn't have the 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 rest of the talent, well, which he brought more year. He brought a... Uh, like David friends. Suarez, they had the Busquets, Jordi Alba, they had the Argentinian kids. I'm sorry, I forget his name, but got hurt. But he needs quality players to like to be that messy that everybody wants to see. But I mean, he still was that messy, even though he was like obviously he's not getting the crisp passes that he was getting in Barcelona, but he's still contributing and wowing. And, and it's Definitely. not like he's because if you put him in, uh, in, in another league where it's like. They're absolutely can't like. There's nothing he can do to yeah. to to overcome the the quality of his teammates. Like I think that's what maybe you were getting getting at as struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people that say like, oh my god, like you know, Messi's coming in and he's walking all over, making an instant impact in MLS. That just shows you how trash MLS is. I don't. I I I disagree with that as well because I think that. The game is obviously it's a very much of a team-oriented sport. It's not like basketball where you can just put a LeBron James on your team and all of a sudden your team's going to win 40 more games just be, from that one move. But if you see the you LAFC need- game, they, they had inter like Messi did not do anything the whole game. He walked the, most of the game and he still made the most impact just walking. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm, that's, I'm, I'm trying, that's what I'm yeah, trying to get to. Yeah. Like like three defenders trying to trying to defend him and like they're leaving other spaces open. Um, and McCarthy now part of the LA Galaxy, probably his highlight of, it, of his life is Pretty stopping nice. that messy goal yeah. that he, yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, Messi doesn't have to really do anything to make the biggest impact in that team because him walking around has four players on him, which opens up space for everybody else. Yeah, it's just them they have they have to perform. But if you put him on a team in in a league that is su- of such quality, bad quality, where it's like there's nothing he can do to possibly overcome that level that would that would be embarrassing and if you see that in mls i feel like that would be a gigantic step back for for the league and i i do think it's obviously you don't want him to like make the mls players look like you know amateurs which i don't think he's done um i think he's obviously been clear cut above the rest but we all would knew that like like mls fans like let's be real here like this is this is major league soccer this is you know the the, the level of 
you know what you're getting when you when you walk into this league, and that's not why we watch. I don't watch MLS because it's the best like soccer I'm going to watch. Improved a lot though. Sure, of course, and yeah. it's a very watchable product. And I think that it, it uh, there's a lot of people who just straight up won't watch MLS because it's like, why would I watch a, a, a seventh or eighth or tenth or fifteenth or whatever? Like, what are they, sixty fifth in that ranking? Uh, from that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> why would I want to watch that? Uh, that's not the point. That's not like. People watch college football. College football is not the best level of football. Like, there's an entertainment value to it. There's Get a drunk, value yeah. to MLS right. that um, that that I think a lot of people overlook just because it's it's, it's MLS. You know. Yeah. One thing I do want to add though to to the reason why I thought that maybe Inter Miami being bad makes MLS look bad is you know I, I I've had to deal with a lot of bot comments mm. uh, you know from Ronaldo fanboys and stuff. Mm. Yeah. And you know them being so bad even in a friendly even though we know that this friendly doesn't matter. Right. People don't people like think that automatically makes the Saudi league better than MLS. They think, yeah. you know, even Ronaldo didn't even play in the Al Nasser match, and they believe that that sealed the, the GOAT debate because, they, <laughs> you know, Al Nasser won 6-0. The GOAT debate so is... So that's, like, that's what I mean <laughs> where it's like ever. this, this preseason tour is like the worst thing Inter Miami could have done. Yeah. You know, they've lost players to long-term injuries, and they're just making the league look bad. And, you know, sure, the MLS fans and the hardcore fans you know, they're going to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Who cares about a preseason match? But I'm talking about like these casual soccer yeah. fans right. around the world. They see this result and they're like, oh, Inter-Miami sucks. Yeah. Miami yeah. or Messi sucks. Like, you know, it's it's a bad look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 80% of the players that play most of those uh, preseason games are not going to get any plays sure. this season. But they don't know that. They you don't know. know. Like, they, don't, they, and they brought prospects. Know. They brought kids. Yeah. They brought some of their academy players. They're not going to play. Yeah, but to, to your point, like you mentioned earlier, like Inter-Miami is a PR team. Mm-hmm. Since they started, like – they came in i mean they're a newer team they're still you know they were a newer expansion team and you give them the benefit of the doubt you give them some time to kind of grow and operate they've done nothing they made the playoffs what once in in their existence and it was a it was a wild card spot yeah and they expanded the playoffs that right, year right. to have and an extra spot exactly like, and and so they've done they've been poorly run from the output they've had a terrible signing they, bla- they sent Blaze Matuidi they sent Gonzalo Higuain both absolute dud signings Rodolfo Pizarro sadly yeah, wasn't it, great exactly yeah. so so they haven't had they they uh, there's been no inkling that this is a well run franchise mm-hmm. and not even Breck Shea could have saved them exactly like. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah right right and that's how you know that's yeah. how you know like Breck Shea comes on your team and you're not making the playoffs like it's not Breck Shea's bad fault luck. like yeah bad luck but but like for Messi, to, the, did Messi make the right decision joining Inter Miami? Like, is was this the right team for him to join? Because I've seen a lot of people kind of talking about that now too. That this was not the team for him. This like uh, they showed improvement when he came to the team last. But he was they were in dead last place, like by far. Mm-hmm. This is like a relegation level team. If there was relegation, it, it's like you know, like why why would he sign with this team? Obviously, you know, being in Miami, being the Beckham They have uh, a big Argentinian fan base. They have a big Argentina being, like, location-wise, like, come on, like, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. But from a team standpoint, it doesn't make sense, which is why I'm a little bit worried that if he sees kind of the writing on the wall, like, okay, you know what, this team's trash, like, the front offices, I don't have any players. I I brought my friends. (laughs) I brought my friends, but 
I can't really do it. I can't really do it. Like Busquets hasn't looked like he's been at that level so far in the preseason, which obviously, you know, we got to give him time to to warm up and and acclimate. I think he's hurt, by the way. I think he got injured too. He he did. He did get hurt um, recently as well. I don't know how bad it is. It wasn't in El Salvador though. Yeah, it was. Maybe with Saudi, I don't know. So now I'm thinking like if he sees the writing on the wall halfway through the season, he's like, okay, dude, uh, could could I try? Do I really want to try and play on this turf field right now? Or uh, after a seven-hour flight? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. I could see him turning it off halfway through the year if things don't go uh, according to plan to, to start. And Messi, Messi did say, like, uh, during this preseason the tour, he was like, I'm tired. I just want to go home already. Like, it's that not good for the players. Season. I mean, they traveled 23,000 miles in three weeks. That's ridiculous. ridiculous yeah. I would die. And I'm, you know, 23, <laughs> you know, like, that would destroy my body. That would destroy and everything. And didn't in they, me. like, cancel the Asian, like, Yeah, one of them. Yeah, they, they, stopped, one of, they yeah. stopped one of them. And I think a lot of fans got a. Uh, really uh, upset. Um, they got uh, refunded. Yeah, they, um, I mean, they should. Upset. Yeah. 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 Um, but I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I could see just, like, worst case scenario with this Messi situation is Messi retires after Copa America this year. Mm. Just like completely retires. I don't think he would play anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. I think, or no, he'll go back to Newell Old Boys. Newell's, yeah. But like yeah. next next year. But like, I think he could like just flat out retire. Like after Copa America, especially yeah, if they win it. But still two years left on his contract? Or it's two and a half? One more year after this one. He, he, he's supposed to, his contract's supposed to end prior Some to the 2026 World, World Cup. Cup. Mm. Yeah. So, but yeah, like. It's just too much, like too much, too much going on, too much for like twenty three thousand miles. Crazy. Yeah, there's like, too much revolved around him. And like you saw with LAFC, like last year when they had all these tournaments play, like a lot of minutes, and even the bigger teams like Real Madrid, a lot Barcelona, like a lot of minutes means more more prone to injuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this guy is MLS, whether we like it or not. Messi is MLS. If MLS is not playing, MLS is not making any money. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. they're not making as much money. As they're much money, but or they're not getting their money's worth for everything they put in yeah. for right. Messi. Because everything true, MLS, everything Apple TV is messy. Like mm-hmm. if there's so much that revolves around him, and I think that there's um, going back to the question you were, you asked. I think, like Eli said, it's both. Like they're a Inter Miami's a PR team, and also Messi contributes. But I think that putting too much pressure on him, his name, his game is hurting the team as a whole and it's just kind of showing us that they're really not that team and they're just like they're bringing down Messi as a as a player yeah. imagine him coming to LA and bringing Busquets and hey, Alba and, 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 and you know like and I mean Suarez. would we after watching what's happening would either the Galaxy yeah. LFC even want yeah. that you know like, we'll take pieces we don't take the whole thing I'll like, take Alba you know like, <laughs> I'm like maybe don't take Alba. Y- Alba's balling <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll take Messi y'all can keep his friends like yeah. <laughs> I don't need Suarez I don't need, right. I don't need I'll, I'll take Alba I think he's been playing pretty well he has, but, yeah. he has. I he's think like, out of all of them respectfully yeah. Alba has shown the best he's acclimated to yeah. the style of play. Because mm-hmm. Busquets be looking like he's like a veteran Over it. AF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like ten, it's like being with your friends, like, hey, yeah, I got some girls. Out there. Let me call them. I got my boys. <laughs> hey, how, how do you think my boys look? Like, uh. <laughs> boy cute? Not the boy. Yeah, he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> She said you play a little bit. He's nice. <laughs> hey, yo, my man over there think you could. <laughs> well, man, bro, uh, let me go what's over this one. Uh, okay, all right. So before we wrap things up, um, I know – you, Orlando City, Cincinnati, um, those are your championship picks. Um, Bridge, do you have a, 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 a MLS champion pick? MLS champion overall? Yeah. Dang. Um, I can't say any other team 
besides LAFC. <laughs> like I can't. Yeah, yeah, right, you know? right. My yeah. heart wants what my heart wants. Yeah, yeah. But like, like this is way too soon. Like everybody knows the July transfer windows when the real players come. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like a lot of players are not doing as much right now. Like. The big Arsenal's, Chelsea, these big teams get tired of them about around July. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's when the real players are going to come. That's when like MLS 2.0 is going to kick off, and that's when the the real MLS soccer starts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I had Toronto making MLS Cup last year, <laughs> yeah, so, so you know it, it, it really doesn't matter. And, and that's the beauty of MLS. You know, anyone could win it, this and is, you know, nothing goes the way you think it will. Go. It's I a win-win pick too, because it's like you can it counts if you guess it right, right. but it doesn't count if you if guess, you it, guess wrong. it wrong. Nah. You know I take, what I mean? So, I take pride in picking. Columbus at the start of the playoffs which is you know yeah. a little late but you know at, at least you know I had them beating Cincinnati and stuff I'll if, take that dog. if you looked at the numbers I had them in the final as well mm-hmm. my playoff preview I did on urbanpitch.com you should check it out um, <laughs> it's a little outdated now but um, if you looked at their numbers their goals their goal output mm-hmm. was like massive Ridiculous. and you know so that's like that's like one thing it's like okay like you know this is mm-hmm. this could be a team but I was gonna say Cincinnati that was gonna be my pick that was the pick I had in my head coming into this but since you already said it I'm gonna say effort and Columbus is gonna go for a repeat because the last time they won that uh, MLS Cup um, before obviously last year the Chiefs won um, so last they won 2023 Chiefs won the time they won it before they won the 2020 Chiefs won 2020 so Damn. And you know yeah. it's another election year. In 2020 was an election year, so I mean the You're the, the, the like you know that's what I mean. Crazy. So I so uh, the, the the planets are aligning. Um, if that's what aligning. you believe in, um, <laughs> but horoscope <laughs> girly. Yeah yeah right. Um, allegedly, um, and uh, the, the the crew are gonna uh, repeat. Um, that's hot take. Djokovic uh, leading score for MLS. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Eli. Anything else that, that you want to plug or or uh, discuss before we wrap things up? No, I mean, it, it's been an interesting start to the year for me, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm very happy to have been invited back to, to talk with you guys. I very much enjoyed talking with you guys. And then also, you know, uh, as you m- mentioned earlier, I, I'm now an owner of a club, a proud fan owner okay. of Orange County SC. And I just want you guys to know that I will make sure you in the camera <laughs> I will make sure that I will convince every single one of you that Orange County SC is the most massive club in the world. And I'm going to make sure with my my very little influence there that I will make that I will get Orange County to that point. And I was hoping MLS wouldn't chicken out of the Open Cup so Orange County could take every team down. And I'm just going to say it. We're going to win the Open Cup. We're going to win the CONCACAF Champions Cup. We're going to win the, the, the oh, Club yeah. World Cup. We're, we're winning everything. So Taking get on board now. Are we invited to the owner's box? Yes, you are. Hey. <laughs> all right, that's all that matters. Hey, 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 hey Great Park. Hey, Great Park, we're there. We're there. Yeah. Um, no, Eli, thank you so much for rejoining us. This has been a blast. Um, hopefully, we'll have you back soon. Um, but uh, for uh, the Urban Bridge Podcast, this has been uh, another episode, obviously, uh, part of the Believe Network. For Julio Monterosa, Eli Lesser, Bridget Flores, I'm Ramsey Abu Shala. We got more stuff uh, ahead for you guys, but uh, until then, we're out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.